Welcome to Demand Does the Six Questions, where the same six questions can tell a unique story. I am your host, Demand, father of two, husband of one, and leader of this here Demondcast. My next guest is 51 hundredths of the host of the Trash Talking Podcast, along with Lindsay Kay from episode 44. She's a writer, photographer, and cat person. So we'll get along swimmingly. Please welcome the dazzling, darling, dragging, diabolical, deplorables, <laughs> Danielle Sarr! Hello. How Thank are you, you now? Me. Not so bad. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> I messed it up. Good, and you? <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, so it caught me off yes, guard. Yes, <laughs> for the win. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out to talk to a perfect stranger. I appreciate you of coming course. on. Thank I you appreciate think. you inviting me because I'm a nobody. <laughs> but you are awesome. So that's oh, all. Thank all, you. Thank you. All you have to do is be interesting to be on this show, and that you definitely are. So we'll. Well, just, I'll we'll... let your listeners decide. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Let's get this out of the way. Tell the listeners where we where you would like to be found on the interwebs. Sure. Um, I am at DHSauno, D-H-S-A-U-N-O, on Twitter and TikTok, on Instagram. Yes, that's also my Instagram handle. You can follow my podcast that I do with Lindsay on TrashTalkingPod.com and at TrashTalkingPod on Twitter. I was listening to uh, Trash Talking Podcast to kind of get a a feel for maybe I can uh, find some interesting questions. And in a, I want to say it was like a five minute span. I forgot what episode it was. You had mentioned you are, you take up keto. I do. You lift, you lift weights. Yes. And let me make sure I get this right. And you sleep with a knife and zip ties. On your <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, they're, they're not under the pillow. They're in a, in a little like pocket next to the bed. <laughs> I I was I was at work listening and I was like, did she say zip ties and a knife? And I rewound it. Yep. And I was like, it, it, it was it was like a five minute span of that that of those were the things that jumped out at me. And I'm like, I cannot wait to talk to this woman. No, so yeah, I am a Korean American adoptee and Hapkido is a Korean martial art. So I do that just for self-discipline, fitness, and to, you know, connect more to my culture. The weightlifting is just, you know, to stay in shape. I hate cardio, so I much prefer to just uh, lift weights. I am on a, I, I am with uh, Beyond Built Fitness on a training regimen with Coach RJ. And uh, the zip ties and the knife are because the reality is I am a young-ish woman living alone on a first floor apartment and you know god forbid something happens i like to have a weapon near my bed and one night i was thinking because i think morbid thoughts before i go to bed if someone was to <laughs> attack me i'm confident that i could at least stave them off a little bit but it's like what if i get them in a submission then what do i do you know i have to get up to call the police so the zip ties are so i can quick you know just Zip them behind the the hands behind the back and the legs together. <laughs> you are so. So I'm great. not. 
absurd. Yeah. I'm not saying I could win in every fight, but I want to be prepared just in case. (laughs) (laughs) What I was about to say was um, you are absurdly pragmatic. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you for I'll, seeing I'll, the logic I'll, there. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for like I, I followed the. I was like, oh well, I see how she could get to that. I can see yeah. how someone could get to that. Okay, all right then. <laughs> and, oh man, um, so or let me make sure I, there wasn't anything else that I, that. Uh, oh, oh, I do want to share this. I don't even know if I'm going to keep this or not. Um, you're a Cubs fan, right? I am. Yes. Well, um, a little uh, little bonding moment. Okay, so. The Cubs won their won their last World Series on I want to say November. It's November second, twenty sixteen. Yes, and I know that because that's the day my son was born. Aww, it was, that's it was awesome. Pretty, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Aww. I, I I I stopped following you know sports so closely, but I was like, wait, mm-hmm. the Cubs are on? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was really cool. It was really cool. That is but really cool. Yeah. I wanted to share that with you. Yeah, that game was nuts. Yeah, <laughs> leave it, and and it didn't occur. It didn't dawn on me till later. I'm like, wow, between Cleveland and Chicago, that's like you know almost 200 years of losing. Yeah, so yeah. someone was gonna have to just suck <laughs> exactly. it up. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Luckily, Cleveland it was Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> they had they had less of a of a drought, so you know they can always try again some other time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And LeBron James is from there, and he brought him home. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danielle, so are you ready to answer the six questions? I am. Question number one. When did you know you wanted to get into podcasting? I actually um, never really gave it much of a thought until mm, probably about five years ago when Lindsay and I actually started talking. At first, it was kind of just a joke. Because um, our conversations get kind of crazy. Um, we're both very unfiltered women. You know, and some of our texts sometimes, like, I would just laugh out loud at the things she would say to me. <laughs> so we were like, you know, everybody and their mother these days has a podcast. You know, maybe we should do it. And we just talked about it. And it was a, let's do this for a long time. And then we finally were like, hey, you know, let's give it a try. Worst thing that happens is, you know, if it doesn't work out or we decide we don't like to do it, at least we tried. The first incarnation of trash talking didn't last. Um, we both had, uh, Lindsay already talked about it a little bit on her episode. We both had um, concerns about how <laughs> if our employers found it, it might be, um, it, it might, might affect our careers <laughs> just because we are very unfiltered. But then you, now we're, we're both a little bit more secure in where we are job-wise and kind of don't care so much anymore. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's separate. It's, it, it has nothing to do with my job. I don't discuss my job. It's just, you know, two friends having fun. I'd say now I'm, you know, I'm fully committed to it. So it, it was a very slow kind of journey to get it off the ground. But now that we have it, it's, it's a ton of fun. Right on. Um, what's the, um, what lessons have you learned? Like, what are some big lessons that you've learned or small lessons even? What, oh. what have you learned throughout the podcast, podcasting experience? Um, that it is a job, you know, it's, it's a very fun hobby, but it's, it is a decent amount of work, especially if you're an independent podcaster. You have to have a little bit of startup money, even just, you know, because you want to have decent recording equipment, editing software. You have to know how to edit audio. I didn't know how to edit video prior to, but I've learned how, you know, it's not, it's not hard, but it was something I didn't know prior to doing the podcast. So just the fact, you know, people think, oh, you know, I'll just have a podcast, but 
if you want to actually have a quality product um, without, you know, already having a lot of money to put into it, it is a it, it is a decent amount of work, you know, and just taking into uh, consideration once you we do have a small Patreon following. So it's like, you know, we have to stay on track now getting these episodes out because, you know, if people are giving us money, it's only fair that we give them a, a quality podcast. You know, we usually publish every other week. So just keeping the balance between having a fun hobby and actually, you know, follow, following through with it. Question number two. What do you wish you had known when you first started out? In podcasting or just in life? <laughs> Let's start with podcasting and okay. we'll go into life. All right. I kind of just wish I had known, like I said, how much extra time it would take to actually, because I mean, um, editing does take a decent amount of time. You know, I make, Lindsay and I both make sure we listen through the episodes, cut out anything that, you know, we don't want published, make sure the audio is seamless, that kind of thing. So uh, I wish I had a little bit more knowledge about the technical aspect of editing so I could better prepare for the amount of time I would have to take out of, you know, each each week to make sure that everything was good for publishing have you streamlined your process at all or has it gotten any has it gotten any easier over, oh, yeah. over the time it's definitely gotten easier we've kind of gone back and forth um with who does what so now our, our process is i'll do the first edit um cut through anything i and we're both very much on the same page so you know i trust anything that she wants to take out and she, vice versa so we kind of just let each other do our own individual edits and then just, you know, combine it all together. So the, the toughest part, too, is, um, you know, when you have the bigger files for video and audio, right now we're using Google Drive, but that only has so much limited free space. So, you know, if we get more um, Patreon members, we might upgrade to a, a paid hosting because it's like, you know, you only have one megabyte of space left because we've got so many files saved up in there. Right. So, Yeah. Question number three. What is your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? So, you know, I love food so much, and I have so many favorite <laughs> local restaurants that I, I, you know, I gave this one quite a bit of thought. I was like, you know, I love the local Korean spots, but that would just be too obvious. Um, we just got a, a Korean fried chicken place, BBQ Chicken. It's a chain, but uh, very good food. My One of my favorite, first favorite restaurants in Rochester is called Nosh. The chef is actually part Korean. A lot of people poo-poo fusion food. I personally love it. I think it's a fun way to put a bunch of cultures together. And he has this appetizer called Ahi Nashos. And it is wonton, fried wonton chips with salmon and the furikake, the Japanese kind of seasoning with a spicy mayo. They are so, so good. I just, they're phenomenal. So definitely, if you're ever in Rochester, New York, hit up Nosh. Is that a just a local place? Yep. Yep. Just a local place. Grr! Curses. <laughs> Curses. You could definitely fry up some wonton chips, though, at home. Highly recommend that. Question number four. What are you curious about? I have always, I know a lot of people probably say this, but I've always been interested in outer space. Just, I'm going to sound like a total pothead right now, but just the vast unknowability of everything that's out there. You know, 
There's the known universe. What's beyond that, you know? And then to tie it into a more spiritual kind of thing, like, you know, are, are there forces out there that we don't know about? You know, just even just looking up at, you know, pictures that the Hubble telescope has taken with all... I, th I see one photo of all these different galaxies in the sky and all these galaxies may have planets within them. And it's just, it just absolutely blows my mind. So I just, I want to know every, and I'm very bad at physics. <laughs> I took an <laughs> astronomy class in uh, college and just made it through by the skin of my, uh, what do they call the skin of your teeth? I wish it came naturally to me more because I just think astrophysics and the galaxies and the universe are so interesting. I did a episode on one oh I'm trying to remember who it was. I have to I'll probably make an uh I'll have to make a note in show notes that um they were talking about white holes. You know, there are black holes and then there mm. are white holes. And it was uh, Do they was just ask for the manager? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that out if you want to. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's awesome. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to make up a reason for you to come back because you're awesome. <laughs> hey, maybe we could have you on Trash Talking. I, I, let me know. Let yeah, me know so yeah, I can clear definitely. it out for the, with the other three here, and I'm in. I awesome. Absolutely. That would be so much fun. <laughs> Question number five. Is there anything I should have asked but didn't? I tried to come up with a really clever answer for this, but I, <laughs> I don't have one. We talked about, oh, uh, the second question was, uh, or maybe it was the third, what I wish I knew about podcasting. And then I was going to talk about what I wish I knew kind of just in life in general. Mm -hmm. So I could answer that if you want. Yes, absolutely. Yes. One thing my dad always taught me growing up was that um, no matter what you do, there's always going to be someone who's smarter, faster, prettier, better, luckier. So you can only focus on doing the best that you can do and being satisfied that that's your best. And I know that might sound cliche to people, but it always stuck with me because, you know, a lot of people, especially growing up, you know, I experienced it. It's like, oh, you know, why can't I be as smart as so-and-so or you know, she's so much prettier than me, or he's so much funnier than me. If you live your life that way, then you're never going to be good enough. And you can't be, I don't think that you can truly commit to others in any kind of relationship, whether friendship or otherwise, um, until you love yourself. And so I just wish I had known. It wasn't until probably my late 20s, early 30s, right, which is my age right now, that I really started to understand that focusing on myself was not selfish. As long as you're doing it, to better yourself so that you can be better for others. You know, not in the not in the egotistical way of like, oh, I don't I don't care what anybody else thinks. Like I'm just going to do whatever I want, but it's you no, know, having that kind of meditative focus on yourself saying, you know, what can I do and, and to make sure you take time to care for yourself first. So I wish I had learned that earlier on in life, but I also think it's never too late for people to start doing that. I think it's really important. Absolutely. Message. <laughs> What was your Popeye moment where you couldn't, you've had all you could stand, you can't stands no more? That's probably a very <laughs> old reference. <laughs> um, I actually uh, was in an emotionally abusive relationship, um, mm. romantic relationship. If you've never been in that kind of situation, it may be hard to understand. And if you've never been in that situation, I'm very happy that you haven't because it was, it was pretty rough. 
you know, people would tell me, you know, he's terrible. He's so bad to you. What are you doing? And, you know, when you're when you're in love with someone or you think you're in love with someone, it's just so different, you know, and I could get scientific, you know, there are chemical things that happen in the brain that make you, you know, more susceptible to or it make it harder to get out of that kind of situation. But once I made it past it, I was like, yeah, you know, I really need to take this time now to really figure out what I want in life, not just in romance, and really make the promise to myself that I'm going to take care of myself and figure out, you know, what I want to do. And I also started going to therapy at that point, which has been incredibly helpful just overall. And, you know, just being open about talking about my mental health and my experience. So yeah, that was that was around when I was 25 was when that happened. We're going to take a little detour. You mentioned earlier, I don't know if it's before we started recording, um, that you, we talked about you taking Hapkido. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm aware that's a Korean martial art. I don't uh, – my question is why did you choose that one versus – I know Taekwondo is Korean, correct? Yes, Taekwondo is also Korean. I was Korean. wondering why – I was wondering what, made, what the different what – what, why you made that choice. And, oh, sure. Uh, what are I the love differences talking about martial arts. Mar- and what are the differences between those two martial arts? Because I've yes. heard of them, but I don't – I'm not aware of the, like, the intricacies of it. Sure, yeah. And most people um, – I think most people probably have never even heard of Hapkido. Taekwondo is definitely very famous Korean martial art. You know, um, the look on YouTube, the uh, Korean Tigers is the national um, Taekwondo team, dis, uh, not display team. Um, what's the word? Anyway, they're, they're very, very good. <laughs> so if you if you look them up, it's very entertaining. But Taekwondo is 80 percent kicking, 20 percent everything else. So mm. very, very focused on kicking. You'll probably hear the word dojo. Um, that's Japanese. So in Korean, we call it a dojang. So the family that owns my dojang, um, they have three kids and they all compete. But their, their eldest daughter, she just competed in Pumse, which is the forms. She is nationally ranked. So yeah, it's, it's definitely more of a um, competition sport where okay. with very um, rigid, like even when they do sparring, there's very rigid rules, very specific ways they have to play at their feet. You know, if they raise their leg to kick, they have to fire off a kick if you, you know raise your leg and then put it down. That's a demerit. So there's it's very it's it's much more regulated. Hapkido um, has no one specific school. My instructor is a third degree black belt, and he trained under uh, the Kuksul school. So Hapkido is a striking art. It's more of a self defense art. We actually will do. We have no specific rules for sparring, so you know we can pretty much just go ham on each other. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Since I train in a Taekwondo school, we do adapt a lot of like the, our kicks are more Taekwondo style. You know, everything is still Korean, so it's, it's still pretty similar. But we do more of, you know, like uh, joint locks are a big part of our mm. curriculum. Yeah, that kind of thing. So it's more of an offensive artist. I don't want to say offensive, but we use our hands as much as our feet. Whereas in Taekwondo, they're going to use more kicking and have right more of like a demonstration team. That's what I was trying to think of. Oh, okay, okay, got you. <laughs> Yeah, I never would have got that. <laughs> awesome. Another thing I like about it too is it's like it's it doesn't matter what size you are. So I like taking it as a as a shorter woman because it's it's all about so hapkido means oh god, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my instructor very upset right now. <sighs> Cut that part out. So <laughs> it, it means um basically joined Force. So if people are familiar with Aikido, which is Japanese, it's a little bit more violent than Aikido, but it's all about taking away the person's center, 
Mm. So it's like, you know, I can do these techniques and you're not really muscling through them because once you have their momentum, you know, you can just hip throw them. So it feels very good for me being five foot three to be able to take a six foot two guy and just, you know, flip him over my shoulders. So like, yeah. it, I, I highly recommend it for uh, women to take too. It's very adaptable to different body types. Question number six. If you could create a new holiday, what would it commemorate? I know, <laughs> I know that there's already a National Cat Day and an International Cat Day. I love, I do, I love animals. I mean, I've never met a person that didn't love animals, but I wish there was like a national kind of shelter pet day. And maybe it already exists. I should have probably Googled it first, but it would be really cool if we could just have a day where, you know, we focus on, you know, I know for Mother's Day, people will donate a lot often to like breast cancer research. Just have a day where you could donate to, you know, your, your, your favorite um, local rescue or that kind of thing. Just raise awareness about the importance of spaying and neutering your pets, that kind of thing. Right on. I think that right would on. be really cool. Did you grow up with pets? I did. Yeah, I've had my parents' backyard uh, leads up to woods. And my dad is a huge nature guy. So he'd always take us out on walks. And I remember picking up like snake skins after they'd shed their skin and put it wow. in our nature box. We had like a, a leftover uh, bird's nest, some robin's eggs that had fallen. So obviously they, the birds died inside, but they're really pretty blue eggs. I've had rabbits my whole life. Never had a dog because my parents were smart enough to understand that my brothers and I would probably not take care of it. <laughs> but we did have cats. Always had cats, and I have a cat right now. Yeah. Right on. What kind of cat do you have? Uh, she's a black cat. Um, just a, Not just a stray, but she was adopted, so no purebred or anything. And her name is Tully, and I named her after Tullamordew Irish Whiskey. Because, <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm an adoptee, and my parents are Irish, Irish, German, American. <laughs> right on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, Danielle, thank you so much. Thank you so thank much. You. Any any parting words or uh, anything? I love your podcast. I loved listening to Lindsay's episode. I just think this is such a cool idea. So I'm really appreciative uh, appreciative of you having me on. And I appreciate you for listening and uh, hanging out with uh, me and Danielle. If you liked it, please sign on your podcast app. Leave a like, uh, a like. Um, you know what I mean. You need a five-star rating and review. And it doesn't have to say anything. It just helps the algorithms. It helps more people see the show. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. And uh, you can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Does all one word. And I am in the process of building the YouTube channel, which will also have the interviews on there and some other things, too. So I'm going to have some things coming up that will be YouTube exclusive. So I think that's about it. So until next time, see it, hear it, speak it. still here cool <laughs> all right here's a little addendum that only the dedicated fan will find or until people get a wind of this anyway danielle remembered after the show after we stopped taping that hapkido means way of coordinated motion so 
just to let you know. Bye.